0: Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks are approaching a record after an increase in consumer spending underscored the strength of the U.S. economy. As traders assess the outlook for interest rates, the dollar rose. Oil is slumping West Texas Intermediate crude down 1.2 percent, now falling 57 cents a barrel, 47.07 right now. Now on West Texas Intermediate crude, gold up one tenth of one percent, gaining a dollar eighty the ounce to thirteen twenty four. The ten year up nineteen thirty seconds. The yield one point five six percent. The S and P up thirteen to twenty one eighty two, a gain of six tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials up one hundred sixteen, also a gain of six tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Massive stimulus. Is this what it's going to take for the Bank of Japan to finally weaken its currency to help Japanese exporters who have certainly been clobbered by the rise in the yen, which has occurred despite already some pretty significant easing steps by the BOJ. Joining us now is Eric Valoria. He's currency strategist at Wells Fargo Securities right here in New York. Eric, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me, Kathleen.
0: So uh, I certainly uh, was paying close attention on uh, Saturday, late Saturday morning in Jackson Hole, the Kansas City Federal Reserve Symposium where I was fortunate enough to be attending when uh, Governor Kuroda was on a, a sort of a wrap-up panel, an overview of the last two days of papers and discussions in Jackson Hole, and boy, oh, boy, when he basically said that the Bank of Japan – Far from maybe reassessing a stimulus and pulling some back or going in a other direction, very determined to do what needs to be done to uh, get inflation higher and boost the economy.
1: Yeah, uh, the Bank of Japan and Kuroda specifically have been committed to achieving their inflation target. Um, I think the comments that we heard from him over the weekend at Jackson Hole were reinforcing some previous comments that he had uh, not too long ago, just about a week and a half ago, he had said that there's a sufficient chance for more easing in September. So certainly dovish uh, in terms of the monetary policy bias by the Bank of Japan, and this should keep the Japanese yen restrained.
0: So in terms of more stimulus we know that yes japanese rates are negative but they're only the key rates only negative by 0.01%, mm-hmm. right? That, that's a rounding error, right? uh yeah. we know they are buying uh, so many etfs that they become a very lo- large owner of stocks in japan. Uh, we know that they've done quantitative easing type moves. W- what do they need to do in your view to weaken the yen?
1: Well, they could do more of the uh current policy tools that they've been implementing. You know, as you mentioned with the negative interest rates, it's just negative uh, ten basis points. So um there, there could be further deepening of negative interest rates and Corrota hinted at that, saying that you know their current rate is still far from the lower bound, uh suggesting that they could go more negative. Um, and then, you know, the, the asset purchases, the quantitative and qualitative easing, uh, could also be expanded further. So there's still um, those three dimensions uh, that they could use in terms of easing policy further.
0: So you're a currency analyst. You're watching these markets and the traders, and, you know, on the desk, et cetera. What is it going to take to move the dial for those People because uh, shock and awe, some have said, is almost what Governor Kuroda needs to come up with to really shift this this dynamic which has taken hold, where it seems no matter what the Bank of Japan does, the yen strengthens.
1: Yeah, and I think that the strengthening of the yen that we've seen earlier this year uh, came from when you look at the strengthening of the yen or surrounding the policy meetings and the policy easings by the Bank of Japan. Uh it appears as though the market were expecting the Bank of Japan to be more aggressive in easing. I mean the last time they eased it was just a tweak of the ETF purchases. Um, earlier in the year we saw that introduction of negative interest rates, but again, you know, just a small move and not really being applied to a, a broad base of cash. So uh, they, they could be more comprehensive in terms of the policy measures uh, uh announced and implemented um or expanded upon and the the other side of that is also the U.S. and the Fed. Uh, so we think that if the Fed raises interest rates, and we are expecting the Fed to raise interest rates um, by another 25 basis points this year, that would also help to weaken the Japanese yen uh, relative to the U.S. dollar, so supporting a higher dollar-yen exchange rate.
0: So we can only wonder if maybe over one of those, uh, you know, cups of coffee or, or uh – you know, lunches, if uh, Governor Kuroda perhaps didn't whisper in Janet Yellen's ear, I'm just, of course, imagining this, but still, because it would be awfully nice, wouldn't it? It, would, it seems it would make the Bank of Japan's steps more effective if, as they eased more, and as you said, did something, you know, bigger, more substantial, the Fed uh, made its first interest rate in, uh, increase in, you know, over nine months.
1: Uh yeah so i mean certainly policy is monetary policy is is a key driver uh, of the foreign exchange markets and the US dollar exchange rate in, in particular and that's because of the impact that it has on on bond yields and when we look at the bond yield uh or the interest rate differential uh between US treasury yields and Japanese government bond yields that that has a strong correlation with the exchange rate uh one of the other things that we look at is the broader uh risk environment you know the Japanese yen has strengthened significantly this year also because of uh, more volatile uh, global market conditions. So we saw a significant strengthening in the yen following the U.K. vote uh, to leave the European Union. So, you know, uh, if if markets remain calm um, as they have or relatively benign, uh, then, you know, this could also be another factor that, that could help to weaken the yen over time.
0: So uh, interesting story today on the Bloomberg and also on uh, our website bloomberg dot com from our one of our colleagues on our Tokyo team uh, talking about forget helicopter money maybe in this direct you know, uh, dispersion of cash somehow to consumers in Japan to spend. Bank of Japan might next target financing a bit closer to the ground. Trains, hospitals, power plants, and sewers. In other words, infrastructure by uh, buying bonds of local governments and public corporations. Does that make sense to you, Eric?
1: Um, well, it makes sense in, in the in the sense that helicopter money uh, is, is probably a, a very low likelihood. I think that Governor Corotta earlier this year um, pretty much ruled it out. I, I believe his comments were that there was no need and no possibility for helicopter money, is what he said uh, a, a couple months ago. Uh, and then the comments that he, he made over the weekend at Jackson Hole, that there is scope to move lower in interest rates and, and that they could um, expand easing further, just kind of reinforce that, they could still use the tools available to them. Um, If they were to go with other bond purchases, um, you know, then that would certainly be uh, additional easing and and could further weigh on the yen.
0: Eric Valoria, thank you so very much for joining us today. Eric is currency strategist at Wells Fargo Securities here in New York. So oil, oil was up above 50 bucks. Now it's back below again. What's driving it and how much lower will it go this time? I'm Kathleen Hayes. This is Bloomberg. Coming up, uh, an in-depth look at the state of energy markets and why demand for crude oil will continue to be slow to recover with Sean Heinroff from A.T. Kearney. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts.